The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. We use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live in the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com. There's two videos on the top. Um, Left side is Bradley. That's his show from Saturday, two hours worth of Bradley Dean, if you missed him. And then he will be live again at 3 o'clock today, Lord willing. Right there in that little space. Uh, and then to the right of that is where we're streaming. And you can click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you got, and then click on the Rumble icon. Join us in the chat there on Rumble. We're also streaming on Rumble, Sons of Liberty Radio Live. We're also on um, beforeitsnews.com, top of the page, dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. 
Twitch at Setting Brush Fires, and also on Roku. If you got a Roku uh, device, we're on there on Cutting Edge TV, and we appreciate those guys carrying us as well. And um, we're also streaming to our Telegram channel. So if you're not in that, maybe you're on some of the video platforms and you want another backup, so to speak, uh, the, the, the Telegram link is in the video description if you're on the video platforms. If you're not, just go to Telegram, look for Sons of Liberty. You should see the icon there, and you can join in there. And I try to keep it spam free you had to do all these bots and stuff and i'm daily i can't tell you how much donald trump and his buddies are selling meta ore and something for your teeth and all this other stuff on there that i have to constantly delete uh and then the doctor book and now they've got everybody doing all kinds of stuff it's ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous but anyway that channel is available and there's some good information in there there's a, a lot of our friends uh post some good videos that you're not going to see a lot of places. Now you got some Q people in there. I don't consider them to be my enemy. I'm trying to show them <laughs> to quit buying into the, the trough that they're being fed from because it is, it is just that it is a psyop that's being used on them. Uh, but in any case, it, there's some good information and there's some, there's some good friends in there and we appreciate them uh, and their input as well. Also, sonsofcelebritymedia.com. Be sure to sign up for our email newsletter, get one email a day. And then if you want the weekly one, which tells you what's going on in the ministry, go to sonsoflibertyradio.com. Sign up for that one. It's once a week. It's not once a day, once a week. And uh, you'll get uh, the updates on that. And you'll also get, uh, when we put out a product on special, you'll get it first. All right? And that usually comes out on Saturdays. If you'd like to support us, there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that and make a one-time donation. Or you can become a son or daughter of Liberty, which is our monthly partners. And we appreciate all Everybody who supports us, whether it's financially, through your prayers, you come in and listen on the radio, or you're here in the chats and the video, or you share those, we appreciate you very much because you're the reason why we do what we do. And um, so we appreciate all of your support uh, very much. Our store is also available this week. We are highlighting, and again, you would get this in that uh, Sons of Liberty radio um, email on Saturday. We're highlighting uh, Bradley's My War comic book again, The Testimony of Bradley Dean. Uh, it tells me that they've got some kind of new felt cover or something too. So I don't know. I guess you can get the old style version or felt, whatever that is. I, I don't. I don't even know what that is. Um, but you, normally these are a donation of fifteen dollars. This week we're knocking off ten percent. And um, hmm, I forgot. Oh, we're using Comic Ten, Comic Ten, Comic, and the number ten, all one word, and you get that ten percent off. I was trying to. Think. What, what, what did I put in there for that? Uh, but that was it. Um, so if you want that through Saturday night, 10% off, you can get it off with Comic 10. Okay, now, yeah, it's not anything like the title of the books like I normally do. But uh, there you go, Comic 10, you can get that off. And, and this is a great, I'm telling you, this is not cheaply done. This is not some, you know, substandard book that's done. I mean, it's really nice, high-quality paper. The graphics are done by uh, DC Comics artist Danny Bulinati. And, yeah, young people love this. Old, older people love this, too. I mean, I, I liked it. I'm, I'm not old, but I, I am older. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I just check that out, sonsoflibertymedia.com in our store. And, you know, we're down at the Brown House. We're down to we're, – we're, we're on the countdown. Uh, we're down to what? Six days till another wedding. Now, last year we had one. Just prior to this, it was in March. Uh, my second oldest daughter got married. Now she's due with our first grandchild uh, in August, I believe it is. And now 
the one behind her will be getting married on Saturday. So going to have a little special presentation on Saturday for you guys. <laughs> and then, Lord willing, when I stroll back in here on Monday, I'm going to be... Uh, yeah, I'm going to be smooth as a baby's behind, okay? Um, because my daughter would like for me to have this not here for the wedding. So that's going to be a surprise. I'm not going to let her know, though, <laughs> unless she watches this, which she doesn't watch. So in any case, uh, you guys will get a... You'll get a kick out of the little video that I'm gonna make, and um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play that on Monday morning, Lord willing. So we're gonna we're gonna see what happens with it, but uh, yeah, it ought to be a fun time. Uh, let me give you a couple of headlines. Um, I was gonna have Russell Hunter on from Oklahoma, and he's with the you know abolition movement there in Oklahoma. He was one who helped Dan Fisher in his run for Oklahoma governor, and was going to have him come on and I kind of squared that away and then we were back and forth and he had some things going on yesterday and wasn't feeling well and uh, so he's not able to join us this morning so <laughs> yeah grew up back in no color allowed right okay yeah okay I look I saw it when I went back and played some of those old ones I was like Ugh. but then my face looked really fat too I don't know what was up with that but anyway uh, they say the camera puts 10 pounds on you I don't know I don't think I need the camera to do that and <laughs> In any case, uh, we've got some stuff going on here. Uh, these are some of the headlines that we had over the weekend. I'm going to play a couple of videos since I don't have a guest today um, that I picked up over the weekend as well. Uh, first of all, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, National Bureau of Economic Research Study provides more evidence of tyrannical catastrophe brought on by COVID lockdowns. And they're not done yet. They're not done yet. You know why they're not done? The people have not, they've gotten angry. They went in the streets, they've taken some stands here and there, but they haven't brought justice. And so they're going to do it to you again. That's coming this year. They're going to do it to you again. They're already telling you they're doing it. In fact, I'm going to play, no, let me just say this. Let's slip over here to Anthony Fauci. Let's hear what he has to say. What do you got to say there, Tony? How concerning is the outbreak in China? We see the lockdown in Shanghai and the State Department now ordering families out, all non-essential workers out of Shanghai. Well, China has has a number of problems, two of which are that their complete lockdown, which was their approach, a strictest lockdown that you'd never be able to implement in the United States. Although that prevents the spread of infection, it and doesn't. remember early on, they were saying, and I think accurately, that they were doing better than almost anybody else. But lockdown has its consequences. You use lockdowns to get people vaccinated Listen. so that when you open up, you won't have a surge of infections because you're dealing with an immunologically naive population. <laughs> to the virus because they've not really been exposed because of the lockdown. The problem is that the vaccines that they've been using are not nearly as effective as the vaccines that are used in the United States, the UK, EU, and other places. I mean, you can't make this up. You cannot make this up. This is the same guy who, with the flu shots or whatever it was, he said the best thing you can do is get, get the whatever it is Right? I played that video for you the other week. You can get that and that'll work. The the the, the shots here in the not in the in the Nazis. <laughs> Richard thing, Carolyn. The shots here in the US are not safe. They're not effective. 
But he keeps pushing this stuff. He keeps pushing it. This is the guy who said China did the greatest thing. I played that for you the other week. And they're lockdowns. And he's saying the best way that you can use the lockdowns to get people vaccinated. And then it stops the spread. Well, wait a minute, Mr. Fauci. If that is the case, why are the majority of people that we're seeing going into the hospital, okay, with the con bids allegedly or whatever, and they're the ones who've had the shots? I wonder how he can explain that. Well, he doesn't explain it because he won't come on a show like this. We'd be happy to have him on. I'd love to ask some questions and see what I would like to do is have queued up all of the videos where he's double talking and call him out for his lies because he's a liar. He's not telling the truth. He's not telling the truth. But yet you can see where he's going. He's already praised China for their lockdowns, showed you that video. Now he's saying, well, you know, it's got its consequences, blah, 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 blah. Well, you don't have authority, dude. You're not even elected. Yet you're the highest paid person in government. There's something wrong with this picture, folks. There's something wrong with this picture. (sighs) Thank God. God is a holy and just God. And Anthony Fauci's not going to get away from the crimes he's committed against people for decades. God's going to hold him accountable whether we do or not. But I think God would like for us to hold him accountable. And by that, I mean bring him to justice. Not a prison cell, but justice. Also, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, Financial Rebellion, Catherine Austin Fitz, Corey Lynn, Carolyn Betts, and Polly Tommy. You can uh, click on that, and there's a video that that we've linked to there uh, that you can check out over on Robert F. Kennedy's site as well. Um, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, How to Build a Gun Club. Now, we've been talking about building the militia, restoring the constitutional, um, or excuse me, the the common law grand jury. Uh, How to build a gun club, a guide to organizing starting your own local gun club. Now, this might be something you might want to incorporate if you're a part of tacticalcivics.com. This might be something you want to incorporate uh, to see if these might be good members to have in your militia that you're seeking to build in your county. Um, so I, I thought, I thought about that yesterday. So I put that up also sons of media.com dad launches billboard campaign. Do you guys remember Ernest Ramirez? You guys remember that guy? Um, he was, he was at the Ron Johnson panel. I just break your heart because he was weeping so much over his 16 year old son whom he lost to the Pfizer COVID shot. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if Mr. Fauci would comment on that. I wonder if he would comment on, uh, little Maddie who was paralyzed. I wonder if he would comment on the model who lost her legs. I I wonder if he would comment on the various people who've had their, their skin literally rotting on their bodies. I wonder if he would comment on the myriads of people who've had myocarditis, the numbers of people who've died from blood clots, heart attacks, all that. No, everything's safe and effective. He never, ever, never, ever, ever, never, ever, never addresses any of the adverse effects. Speaking of which, they are lying to you. And they know it. They know it. If you've got people, seriously, folks, if you've got people who are still in this mindset that this is good for them, they're contemplating it, they're feeling the rush of it, you need to share this article here. 
This is the SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. They're lying to you and they know it. More than a thousand peer-reviewed medical papers on COVID vaccine injuries. This is not opinion. Look, they're all listed here. These are all coming from scientific journals, PubMed, um, Science Direct, AHA Journals, uh, Pediatrics.org, the NIH website. This is this is what they're for. There are several issues that they take on. Myocarditis is the the large one here that I'm kind of scrolling through. But you need to share this with them. Let them start reading some of the stuff themselves. Most of this you can read at least the summary, and you can you get the gist of it. But the further you go down, so you pick up some other thing, thrombosis, um, and you can see I'm just maybe a quarter of the way down, but. There's a there's a ton of stuff that this has done, and what we're seeing is is all these studies they knew it all along, they knew it all along, and this will affect eventually as we have pointed out, um, the issue with children. We're going to talk about abortion this morning uh, in Oklahoma and and what was going on there, but Mr. Ramirez has launched a a um, a campaign along with the Children's Defense. What was that? Um, Children's Health Defense. I was trying to think of the name of it. Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s organization. And so they have launched this billboard to point out that it was the five shot that killed Mr. Ramirez's son. And the video's there. If you missed his testimony, it really is heartbreaking. But again, this is, you know, the people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. He didn't know. Single dad... Uh, from what I understand, and, you know, just trying to raise his son. And, you know, they succumbed to, the, the, the they were lied to. And now his son is gone, and he wants the world to know what did it. He doesn't want to remain silent about that. Also, sonsoflibertymedia.com, I'm going to play this one here. Uh, MSNBC, now they're telling you, they're telling on themselves and what they do. Elon is trying to control how people think. That is our job. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. In fact, um, about the Elon Musk thing, let me just say this. There are some things Elon Musk says that are right on the smack. They they really are. And there's some stuff that's just loopy that goes right along with New World Order stuff. Okay? I don't trust the guy as far as I can throw him. And I think all this hoopla about Twitter is a bunch of nonsense. Okay? I just, I think it's a bunch of nonsense. But people are going to go along with what they're going to go along with. I want you to listen to these guys. Um, what's her name? Mika and Joe. It's kind of like a Boris and what was the chick's name from Bullwinkle? Anyway, um, I forget. Anyway, listen to what they have to say here. Who were Trump voters and are still Trump supporters. They go, yeah, you guys are going crazy. He's doing, what are you so surprised about? He's doing exactly what he said he's going to do. Well, and I think that the dangerous, you know, edges here are that he's trying to undermine the media, trying to make up his own facts. And it could be that while unemployment and uh, the, the economy worsens, he could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually oh, yes. control right. uh, exactly he's, what people think. And that is the that is your job. Yeah, if you look That's at the issues, Yamish uh, <laughs> is right. He's doing let exactly me, let me what he's that, that, that is if our you, job. Uh, exactly what people think, and that if, is the that is your you, job. Yeah, if you look at the issues. Uh, Yamish is right. He's uh, doing you exactly can't. what he said. It's right. You you it's, can't make it up. You you can't make it up. 
He's trying to control and undermine the media and control what people think and undermine the media. That's our job. <laughs> it's just they how many corporations? Five or six? And really it comes down to about two. I think I put this out um a while back. About two. Vanguard and BlackRock are now owners of all of these cor- most of these corporations that were once five or six that controlled the media, now they're coming under Vanguard and BlackRock. Okay? But Elon Musk has the power to undermine us and control your thinking. Not if you don't listen to them, they don't. Not Musk, not the, me- not the media. Now, I've said all along, one of the biggest things you can do to get rid of COVID is take your television and take it, give it a chunk. Or just cut it off, you know, turn it on for what you're wanting to watch and not that. <laughs> One way or the other, that's the way you can do it. And your radio too, by the way. Because even the conservative news, most of you will hear this on Bradley's show in the afternoon. The conservative radio stations pump out these top-of-the-headline news or bottom-of-the-hour bottom news. And what are they doing? They're promoting the same garbage that that people like. Thank you, uh, Carol Ann, for that. Natasha and Boris here were just, you know, pumping out. They're they're pumping the same things out. Um, speaking of RFK Jr. This right here. Now this was um, this was given back at the end of December, twenty twenty one. Take a listen to what he has to say with regards to the opposite of what Fauci just told us in that, oh, we've had such success and blah, 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 blah. Listen to what Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has to say about it. Ow. If you look at their post-licensing record, it confirms that this is the deadliest vaccine ever made. Here... These are the VAERS reports, Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, for 30 years. This is the last eight months. So this is how many people, there are more people who've died in eight months from this one vaccine and from 72 vaccines over the last 30 years. Here's another picture of it. These are the deaths for each vaccine. These are the deaths over 33 years. These are the tests for the last eight months from the COVID vaccine. This is CDC's data. Now, what we're finding is that the people who are most likely to suffer heart attacks are children. If you look at this graph, what you'll see is that the younger you are, the more likely you'll get myocarditis, which is what's killing people from heart attacks. Myocarditis, 50% of the people who get myocarditis, according to historical data, will be dead or will have to require a heart transplant within five years. Okay, now, I, one of the things I want to I I tell you for those who are listening by way of Red State Talk Radio we were told during this that the the convids didn't affect the kids, right? They they didn't need all this other stuff, and none of you get any of this. Blah 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 blah. 
And yet, who's the ones being affected the most? The people listening cannot see this chart. If I can sort of visualize this for you, 65 plus is the smallest group that's affected. Then it starts moving up from 50 to 64, 40 to 49, uh, 30 to 39, 25 to 29, all of them going up sort of incrementally. And then there's this huge jump, like more than three times that of the 25 to 29-year-olds and the 18 to 24. Then above that is the 12 to 17. Now what are they trying to do? Well, they're trying to push in those who are under that, five and up, right? They're trying to put them in there. And it's showing up. I mean, where have you seen the kind of heart issues and stuff that you're seeing in young people. And they're trying to normalize that. It's not normal. It's coming from the shot. It's coming from the shot. All right, they're changing out the uh, the graphs here, the pictures, sorry. So they're setting these up. Here's an attempt to quantify how many kids will get myocarditis. One in 2,700. There are other studies. One says one in 300. Another says one in 3,000. This is probably the strongest study. One. Don't get paranoid. (laughs) (laughs) One in in 2,700. Kids are going to get myocarditis. Boys will get myocarditis from this vaccine. Okay, all right. I think you get the issue because I want to I want to move on with some other things here. I'll have the video up. It's it runs about six and a half minutes, but I'll have that up at sonslibertymedia.com in the archive so you can check that. In fact, it's up now if you want to pick it up. RFK Jr. demonstrates why the COVID jab is the most deadly vaccine in history. So that's going to be up there. Now, what I want to do is there is a video um, that our friend sent us. And what I want to do is bring this over because I didn't have it in the in the right uh, place. But this is the Liberator podcast, and so Russell told me, you know, I said, I said, do you want to come on and talk on? There was a there's a Baptist pastor out in Oklahoma. He's become an abolitionist, and there is a difference between an abolitionist and a pro lifer. Okay, you're going to hear some of that here. I'm going to play about ten or eleven minutes of this podcast, this first part here, where they're they're opening up. Because what they want people to see is what was pitched as, or what was promoted in the news as, because I asked him, I said, you want to come and talk about this victory? I assumed it was a victory. He said it really wasn't. It was illusory, something to give them props. You know, it's election year, blah, 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 blah. And um, so he says, maybe you want to watch this. So this is from the Liberator podcast. And like I said, I'm going to play about 10 or 11 minutes, but you'll get the gist of it. And then I'll make some comments after this. Uh, but these are the guys from ah, from the Liberator podcast, as soon as I get it up here. All right, here they go. We're talking about the SBC presidency, the ERLC's nonsense, and did Oklahoma abolish abortion? I heard they did. Yeah, that's what everyone is saying. <laughs> All of the world is now saying that Oklahoma is either terrible or great because yeah. they abolished abortion. Yeah. But uh, we all know they didn't. So, <laughs> yeah. so SB612, uh, James... What are we to think of this? Yeah, so there was a bill that passed, and the headlines um, in the news 
ABC News, Oklahoma State House approves bill to make abortion illegal. NPR, Oklahoma legislature passed bill to make abortion illegal. U.S. News, Oklahoma legislators passed bill making abortion, quote, entirely illegal. Um, and so, yeah, I received lots of messages from various people saying, hey, like, is abortion illegal in Oklahoma now? Um, because that's what you would think if you were re- reading the headlines. Um, but it is not. And it's not because they chose not to pass the bill that would have abolished abortion. And instead, they passed uh, so far just one, but I'm sure there's going to be more coming, SB 612. Now, this, this was a bill. Um, the The good thing is it's, it is life at conception. So they're kind of moving in the right direction on that. But it has a number of problems. First one being it does not ignore Roe. Yep. And so what's going to happen is the same thing that happened last year when they passed nine pro-life bills. One of those bills that was passed last year was supposed to end abortion. It made it um, – it didn't make it a crime, but it made it um, – I think medical malpractice mm-hmm. if you performed an abortion. And so any abortionist who does an abortion loses their medical license, mm-hmm. right? It was billed as this is going to end abortion in Oklahoma. But of course it got passed. The, the governor said, well, we'll see what the courts do with this court strike it down. Governor says, ah, shoot court strike it down. And that's that. Mm-hmm. And that's, what's going to happen again this year. It's the same, same play every year. If you don't have the ignore row component in there, it's not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. And so that is what I think we can expect to happen. That's what's almost certainly going to happen. Um, because they didn't pass the bill that would have actually ignored Roe. So there's a first problem with it. Yeah, and we've talked a lot about how important that component is of ignoring Roe. It's it's one of the most important things that you can get in a bill. Otherwise, they're just not going to do anything. Uh, So you can go check out episode five on that one, the five components of an abolition bill, Mm -hmm. and we talk a little bit more about how important it is to actually get that in there because otherwise, again, it's just not going to do anything and it's just pretending that you're doing something because this bill is going to get immediately enjoined and it's not going to go anywhere. Yep. This already happened in Arkansas. This happened in Alabama. They've all passed bills very similar to this one. The Alabama was even stronger than this one uh, for reasons we'll get into here, but the Alabama one actually made it homicide, I believe. Um, but it said, yeah, it had no, no ignore component. Governor Kay Ivey said, you know, uh, we have to respect the authority of the, of the Supreme Court. So we, this is unenforceable. Mm-hmm. And it's respect the authority of the Supreme Court when they're um, lawless. Despite the passage mm-hmm. of SB 612. So that's problem number one. It does not ignore Roe. Problem number two, it does not establish equal protection. So say this bill were to go into effect, say it did have an ignore Roe component to it. Here's what would actually be, um, be put into law. A person convicted of performing or attempting to perform an abortion shall be guilty of a felony punishable by a fine not to exceed $100,000 or by confinement in the custody of the Department of Corrections for a term not to exceed 10 years or by such fine and imprisonment. So basically, you can go to jail for 0 to 10 years or you can get a fine of 0 to Mm $100,000. That's not making preborn children equal under the law which is a violation of God's word, which over and over and over, especially throughout the Old Testament, but even in the New Testament, condemns partiality. So we've got, it violates God's word, it violates the Constitution, right, which says all states, or no state, shall deny to any person the equal protection of the law. Mm-hmm. So we're saying here, preborn children are not going to be protected, their lives are not going to be protected to the same degree that all of our lives will be. It's yeah. it's $100,000 or 10 years instead of life in prison or the death penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not equal protection. Yeah. And this, this is really something that just completely undercuts any reasonable argument that anyone could possibly make that, uh, you know, that the preborn are were human beings worthy of protection. It's the people who are saying that they're human beings who are worthy of protection with their laws are denying it. They're making yeah. it a lesser fine. And in a bill like this, there's really no reason to do that. It's a bill that's like, 
Yeah. We're just going to abolish it from the start. And the only reason I think someone would do this is so that they can save themselves more increments because they've got this scheme. They've got this idea that yeah. if you just pass more and more of these increments, the pro-life voters will believe that you're doing something. And uh, fair enough. You know, it's working to some extent. <laughs> yeah. You know, you've got national headlines all saying that that's what Oklahoma did. You've got a, all the conservative media going crazy over it, saying that this is what they did. And so it works to pull the wool over a lot of people's eyes for whatever reason, even though this has been going on for a long time. They have not abolished abortion despite all the headlines that pretend that they have. Um, and it'll be interesting once you get re- states repeatedly doing bills like this where you have mm-hmm. in a succession of multiple years uh, Oklahoma abolished abortion, Oklahoma abolished abortion, Oklahoma abolished abortion. <laughs> Although yeah. they already did that last year. you know. Yeah. So it, it, it is a little bit, it becomes a little bit ridiculous over time. But I think this component in, in this bill especially doesn't make any sense unless they're legislators who are doing it for less than honorable reasons, who are doing it because they've got something next year that they can work on uh, or saving themselves something else that they can push. Yep. So along similar lines, we've got another problem with the bill, and that it protects self-managed abortions. And this is like, it kind of ties into equal protection. So because they're not making preborn children completely equal under law, another application of that denial of equal protection is the fact that they say in the bill, this section does not authorize the charging or conviction of a woman with any criminal offense in the death of her own unborn child. Mm-hmm. So the mother can kill her unborn child without any consequence in the state of Oklahoma. Yeah. That is, in essence, to say mothers have a right to murder their children in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. free of any penalty whatsoever. Hear so how they're using the language? These guys are pointing that out. Now, Callie uh, gave a really good presentation on this at our conference back in February about the rise of self-managed abortions, and we've seen that in Texas already. Now, Texas's bill that they passed recently, SB8, which we did a podcast on a few weeks ago, that didn't even do it from conception. It, it, it didn't criminalize abortion, but it made abortion illegal in, in, the, in, the, in the private sense and that you, you could be sued for it um, after a heartbeat could be detected. And what we saw even with that bill is a astronomical rise in self-managed abortions in the state of Texas, which is mm-hmm. completely legal, right? Yeah. Even, even that bill uh, gave immunity to the mother from, from any, any penalty under that law. And so what we're doing is we're saying mothers have the right to murder their children when we say that they can do it without any penalty whatsoever. So the next issue with the bill along similar lines of not um, consistently treating the preborn child as a human being deserving of equal protection, this bill protects self-managed abortions. And it does that by saying this section does not authorize the charging or conviction of a woman with any criminal offense in the death of her own unborn child. So what it's saying is that mothers can still murder their children in Oklahoma with impunity. Yeah. And so what you have is you've taken away, I guess, their right to have a third party help them perform the abortion, but they can still perform their own abortion. And that's still perfectly legal in the state of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And as Pastor Callie talked about in a really good presentation at our conference back in February, that practice is on the rise astronomically, especially in Texas right now um, with the bill that they recently passed down there. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, again... To say that the mother should be immune from any prosecution is essentially to say she has the right to murder her child. That's what this bill is doing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even that it's self-managed abortions that are being protected per se. It's if, if a woman were to pay an abortionist to kill her baby and the abortionist was found guilty, the law is actually showing partiality to the woman in this case. It's saying that she is uh, she is exempt. She's going to be given special treatment um, even with this significantly 
lower than justice, ridiculous fine that they're given of $100,000 instead of life in prison or some kind of uh, higher punishment than that right. even, she is excluded from it. And so it's not even that um, it's protecting self-managed abortions per se. It's that it's specifically excluding women from it. And I think that that's a good – like that's a, a big reason why – Abortion is on the rise. Uh, self-induced abortion is on the rise because the abortion industry knows the pro-lifers aren't even asking that we punish the women for doing this or punish um, the parents for doing this. They're very much pushing back against that idea, against people who are being consistent and against abolitionists. And, uh, and so why not? Why wouldn't they just make it more available that people can do abortions earlier and self-induce them instead of um, – more more costly uh, surgical abortions. Yeah. So. yeah. At this point here, something that pro-lifers say a lot is that, you know, abolitionists and pro-lifers, we all have the same goal. So let's kind of get along. Let's consider ourselves part of the same team. But this is one of those occasions where it really is exposed. We don't even really have the same goal. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, most pro-lifers, it's not even like they incrementally want to get there over time. Most pro-life leaders do not think the woman should ever be prosecuted in the death of her own unborn child. Mm -hmm. And so, again, they, they're, their perfect society, their perfect law, their, their, their just society is one where the mother, in essence, has the right to murder her preborn child, where that partiality is shown to her mm -hmm. in the murder of her preborn child. Yeah. And so, yeah, this exposes the end goal really isn't even the same. Mm -hmm. There's some maybe general kind of surface-level agreement, yeah, abortion bad, but when you get down into the specifics, the end goal's really are not even the same. And of course the means to get there yeah. um, are nowhere near the same. And I think I, I okay. really hate. So I, so I'm going to, I'm going to cut them off right there. If you want to watch the rest of this, I'll have it in the archive. It's, it's pretty good. It's pretty informative, but right there you see something that I saw. <clears throat> this happened after, do you any, and I meant to pull this up. I'll see if I can pull it up just so I, I'm backing up what I'm saying here. And, uh, you know, Tex, I agree with you. They need to stay out of medical treatments and care, that the government that is. But in this issue, this is not medical treatments or care. This is murder. And so they need to deal with murderers. This stands to reason, right? I mean, this is, this is not a medical procedure. This is a murder. That's what's taking place. But I'll, I'll try to have up the, the video of Donald Trump when he was running for president. Remember, he says that he's the most pro-life president who's ever been in history and blah, 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 which is just an utter lie. It's just an utter demonstrable lie, okay, especially with what he funded to Planned Parenthood uh, and what he said before he got in office. He sat down, I think it was MSNBC, I think is who he's on. And when he was asked, well, should the mother face punishment for you know, an abortion? And he says, yes. I mean, just it hit him. Yes, he had the right answer. The doctor, too. He caught a bunch of flack. And so the next day he came out and says, well, you know, maybe not. You know, we want to have compassion. We had a guy, Christian guy, over a family something center thing, submit an article and back that up. I couldn't believe it. I never heard people who say they're pro-life, talk like that. I, I, I haven't, okay? The pro-lifers I know are more abolitionists <laughs> than they are pro-life. And I'm not trying to down the pro-life people, but the guy makes a good distinction. The pro-lifers think the woman is a victim. 
That's what this guy wrote in his paper. I said, I'm not publishing this. I'm not going to publish this. You're 180 degrees backwards. You really need to repent of this. This is a guy who's older than I am. This was also the guy who made a big deal about the length of your hair, but said, oh, God can say certain things that he called unnatural, natural for certain times, and then unnatural. This is the same kind of mentality that was coming out. Yeah, <laughs> you're right, Eric. You're right. But but here's the thing. So you you have this mentality of some of those who are for making abortion illegal, which it is. It's just illegal under the Creator's law. That's there no matter what man writes. This is why I think you need to build up these common law grand juries and your county your county militias. Again, I said it the other day, the only constitutional law enforcers are not the sheriffs. They're not. They're not listed. They're not the police force. They're not even the Fed codes. They're the militia. They're the only ones who are listed as the law enforcers, except for your president and your governors in your states under those state constitutions. You build those up, and you'll start dealing with the problem. You'll be the solution to the problem. Let me put it that way. You'll be the solution. Because your politicians and your representatives and your bureaucrats, they're not going to fix it. There's too much money to be made in it. And dare I say, there are some pro-life organizations, not all of them, I'm not trying to broad brush, but there are some of them who are just fine with keeping some things in place so they can keep making money off of it. It's all driven by that. Why would anybody say that the woman who paid a hitman to off her husband should get off while we prosecute the hitman? Nobody would think that way, would they? And yet, isn't that what's going on in an abortion issue? Isn't that exactly what's going on? The woman goes in and pays the hitman, who is the doctor, to murder her baby. And the pro-life crowd goes, yeah, we need that illegal, prosecute the doctor, but the woman's a victim in all this. No, she's not. She's the one who instigates it. She's the one who instigates it. So with that said, you know, what does the Bible say? Well, we've we made these quotes before. You guys are familiar with them, and let's go over a couple of things. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 16. These six things doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look. God hates that too, by the way. Do you know any proud people? <laughs> any arrogant people the greatest most worshipful best ever was kind of people anybody getting some names yeah he hates that stuff too maybe you got your own name in there i don't know he hates that a lying tongue people who knowingly are sitting there lying and promoting lies they're, they know they're doing it and hands that shed innocent blood and it doesn't say the age of the person whose blood is shed, but it talks about the hands that shed innocent blood. And he goes on, he said, A heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, feet that be swift and running to mischief, a false witness that speaks lies, and he that soweth discord among 
brethren. But right in the middle of that is what? Hands that shed innocent blood. Let me ask you something. For those of you, if I take you back in time and I say, okay, we've got this this God Moloch that God condemned himself, the Creator condemned himself, and he and and the parents were going and heating this this thing's belly up so that its arms of brass would get really hot, and they take their infants and put them in on those glowing hot arms to sacrifice their children to demons. How many of you think that mom would be innocent in that? Or dad, for that matter. How many of you think that? Yeah, not too many people think that. Then why don't you think that way when she goes in and gives 200 bucks to rip the baby limb from limb out of her womb? Why do you think that? Is it because the pro-lifers have told you that? The pro-life leaders, I should say. There's a lot. Look, there's a lot of pro-lifers who are actual abolitionists. They don't use the term, but they would agree. Yeah, we, everybody needs to be punished in the midst of that. It's not a right. You don't have a right to break God's law. And God's law says you shall not murder. In fact. One of the things that's interesting is when you go back into Genesis and you go to Genesis chapter 6, you'll see that the earth was filled with violence. That the, the imagination and the intents of the hearts of men were evil continuously. By the way, that's why God destroyed the world. That's why he said he destroyed the world. It wasn't for some kind of angel-human hybrid and... Stuff like that. It's just what that wasn't what he he says it in there why he destroyed the world. I've heard people try to they they haven't tried, they've come out and said that that's what it was about. It has nothing to do with that. But after the flood, and Noah and his sons and their wives get out, then something comes along. Now check this out. This is Genesis chapter nine. God reiterates the same command he gave to Adam and Eve in the garden. God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth. Now we have been told that that was, and upon every fowl of the air, upon all that moveth on the earth, and upon all the fishes of the sea, into your hand they are delivered. Now, we weren't told that in the garden. And there was a harmony there. There was such harmony that... um, Adam was going, and he was naming the animals, right? He was naming the animals, and he was to have dominion upon the earth, upon all these creatures. Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you, even as the green herb have I given you all things. So again, now where he said there was going to, that uh, certain plants were going to be meat for you, Genesis 1, now he's saying there are, Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you. Okay, so if it's if it's an animal at that time, doesn't say that there's any distinction, even though he did have clean what was known as clean and unclean animals in the ark, and some of that was for sacrifice for after. That's why the, the strange numbers of the, the uh, clean and unclean were mentioned uh, at the end of taking two by two, right? He says, but flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, shall ye not eat. So you're not eating blood. Okay? You don't eat bloody meat. 
That's what he's saying. All right? And surely your blood of your lives will I require. At the hand of every beast will I require it. So if you've got a beast that kills a man, he's going to require to the beast. And you see that laid out in the law, that if a, you've got an ox or something that gores somebody, you're to put that ox down so it doesn't do it to anybody else. Now, you're not held accountable for it, but if you don't do it and it gores somebody else, then they're going to put you and the ox down from your negligence. Okay? And at the hand of man, at the hand of every man's brother, will I require the life of man. Whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed, for in the image of God made he man. And he says not to destroy one another, not to limit, you know, have a one-child policy, not to limit your family to 1.25736 children, He says, you be fruitful and multiply, bring forth abundantly in the earth and multiply therein. So it's really interesting. The commands of God are the direct opposite of what we see in the world and sadly, what we are seeing in the modern church. And by the way, I'll toss in on the whole abortion issue. We need to remove the abortifacients too. Yeah, I know that sounds radical. But they're called abortifacients for a reason, because they do the same thing. They murder the life in the womb. Plan B, your uh, birth control pills, all that stuff. Go do your own research and see it. That's what they do. In fact, every time when we went to the hospital, I told you that half our children were born in the hospital, half were born at home. And I remember, I think it was around uh, my second daughter's uh, birth, we had... One of the midwives came in. Oh, do you want any birth control pills? No, ma'am. We've already explained this. You know, when we got here, we explained it with our last kids. We're not doing that. We believe God says this. We believe that it kills children. She just kind of looked at us funny. And I said, let me let me ask you something. I said, can a woman be taking that and unknowingly abort her pregnancy? And she goes, yes, there's been. Th- yeah, we, we know that that happens. I said, then why are you act- why are you looking at me like what I just said? Like I got three heads. You know, that's what it does. Now, I don't know if the lady was a Christian or not, but she confirmed exactly what we suspected all along and what we had read. And that is, if you're taking those things, you may not know it. You do, obviously, on the Plan B stuff. That's the whole intent of it. That's the way it's promoted. But on the birth control, most women nowadays don't even know that they're an abortifacient. How do you think women can get pregnant while they're taking that? It obviously isn't just you know, something on, there's a problem there. That needs to be dealt with as well. But the punishment must be enacted to demonstrate this is wrong. This is something you can't do over. You know, it's not like you stole something. If you stole something, the Bible has restitution, not going to jail. It has restitution to the person that you stole from, not the state, to the person you stole from. When you take a life You're forfeiting your life. And I'm talking about murder. I'm not talking about in self-defense and things. You're forfeiting your life when you do that. And, uh, And God says so. This isn't the only place either. The whole command of you shall not murder is broken down in the law to different scenarios of how that takes place. One of them that I read you is the two men fighting. The woman steps in. The one guy gets her, you know, in the stomach, and 
it damages the baby or it kills the baby, well, he's got to pay life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, all that kind of stuff, right? So God was very clear about how that should be laid out. And yet it's amazing that we don't see how that plays out in our world today. And now I don't know why that is. I don't know what the deception is that's there. Or if just that people have heard things for so long and they've grown up thinking, oh, this is sort of a normal thing, kind of like the myocarditis stuff from the shots. I, I don't know what does it. But I know because we haven't brought justice in the matter, it's problematic. And again, this is one of the things common law grand jury and the militias that tacticalcivics.com is teaching how to set up in your counties would be very effective because the people could go and they could close down their local abortion clinics and they can warn the people you got 30 days to repent here clean out your stuff give it a long thought and if you don't if you come back and you try to perform another abortion we're going to arrest you and we're going to see to it that you meet the fullest extent of the law, which should be a death penalty. That's what it should be. And anybody involved, the mother included. Tim, how could you be? This is not a war on women, as the guy said. This isn't that. Men can't have babies, okay? But hey, if the man's involved with it too, if he's forking out the money for his girl to go get that done, guess what? He's an accomplice to it too. He's an accomplice to it too. So I'm not letting the men off the hook if they're if they're involved in that as well. Okay? But I'm glad for these guys because you know the way it the way the news came out out of Oklahoma was this was a tremendous victory. And we had the other guy, uh, and I'll try to remember to put this one up, uh, along with our interview with uh Dan, Dan Fisher, who ran for governor there under the abolition platform. Well, we had one of the senators who was tearfully repentant because he had supported a heartbeat bill. And what happened? More abortions were happening, even though he put that in there. And this guy is just tearfully repentant and saying, I can no longer support anything but abolition. I have seen it myself. I've been a part of pushing that thing forward, and I can't do it anymore. Praise God for men like that. Yeah, praise God for men like that. And we appreciate the guys at Liberators for letting us share that. Um, we're coming up on the end of the show. I don't know if David's taking it down. Just want to kick this in. TheMiracleSav.com, TheMiracleSav.com. You sons of liberty, you can get the tree resins and the uh, humic fulvic acid for 20% off. goes back to 10 uh, today, but I don't know if he's taking it off yet. But if you want to get it, now's the time to get it. Catch Bradley at 3, and we'll be back in the morning with Johnny Cerucci. Oh, this is going to be a good one. See you then.